Welcome to Season 2 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the third in a series of episodes on the elements of a strategic plan. Last time, we discussed what makes a plan strategic. A plan can work well, yet not in any sense help an organization to become or remain unique. Today, we'll discuss the first necessary element of any strategic plan, a statement of the problem we're trying to solve. In an earlier episode of this podcast, we saw that defining our problem is the problem. It determines what we're willing to consider as a solution. We should keep in mind that a problem doesn't have to be something negative. Our problem can be the desire to take advantage of an opportunity when we're not sure how or whether we can, or we're not sure it's the right opportunity at the right time for our organization. Unfortunately, most strategic plans I review don't state a clear problem. And if we don't define a problem, we can't develop a solution. How could we? This is why strategic plans often seem so dull. They don't tell a story of how our organization is going to do something great. How can people be inspired by a plan that doesn't take them anywhere? So what's the problem with stating the problem? First, we may be reluctant to admit there is a problem. Commercial businesses and nonprofits alike fear bad consequences if they present anything other than outstanding results a lower stock price, or lost donations. But the need for a new strategy isn't necessarily an occasion for embarrassment. It's often the case that our previous strategic choices have changed our environment. Our problem, then, is the result of genuine successes, not evidence of incompetence. Second, we may worry that attempting to define a problem will cause unnecessary controversy in our organization. Not everyone is likely to agree on what our problem is, at least not without serious debate. But attempting to avoid short-term disagreement only creates the conditions for much deeper and persistent conflict. Without a clear problem, there is no way to choose between alternative courses of action. For instance, if our goal is simply to do more and do it better, this can mean many things and be done in any number of ways each of which is, in the abstract, just as good as any other. This turns strategy into a contest of wills, with no one having any better reason than anyone else that their approach should be chosen. We can either create resentment by arbitrarily adopting one party's strategy, or try placating the contenders by including a little something for everyone, which means not having a strategy at all. Third, we may view strategy as an annual bureaucratic exercise producing tedious reports that change nothing. And we may view it this way because, in our organization, this happens to be true. 
Once again, defining a problem lays the ground for improvement by focusing the discussion on an effective result rather than simply a completed process. We may discover that, in fact, there's no need for a new strategy. Any coherent strategy will explain what has to be true about our organization and our environment for that strategy to be successful. And if we determine those things are still true, then the decision should be to stay the course. Just as we haven't done strategy if we haven't defined a problem, if we find there's no problem, we don't need to do strategy at the moment. My suggestion for today is think about how you would describe your organization's strategy development. Is it a bureaucratic process, a contest of wills, or is it focused on identifying problems? What incremental changes could you propose to improve it? New strategic choices become necessary when our previous choices no longer fit our environment. And this will be our topic next time. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission-driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at ProsperaLLC.com. This is Mitchell Muncy. Talk to you next time.